Are you prepared to navigate today's bond markets for your clients? With decades of experience, MFS has helped advisors uncover fixed income investment opportunities through volatile markets. Learn more at MFS.com. Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, and I'm so happy to be here this wonderful Monday morning. I had a beautiful weekend. Uh, to the, uh, This past weekend, me and my family celebrated my mother's, uh, well, I don't want to say what year because I might get beat up, but her birthday <laughs> on Saturday, and uh, we went to this day spa called Glen Ivy in uh, Corona, California. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a great time and my mother had a really great time because, you know, my sister came in from Chicago, my brother was there, as well as me and some other family members. So it was a great weekend and I'm glad to be here with you and we're going to have a great show today. But today is also a special day because we're going to introduce my brand new co-host who was a guest uh, a couple of shows ago on our Black and Nerdy Part 2 episode, and she has agreed to come on as my co-host. It's uh, the one and only Shannon Ford Jefferson. How are you doing? Hi. I'm good. Good. Thank you for having me. Now, uh, for, for those who may not know much about you, kind of give us a little 411 on you. Oh, I'm weird. I'm excited. Centric. I live in the Florida Keys. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Yes, there are black people there that I'm not related to. Don't <laughs> don't judge. Um, I write poetry. I work in domestic violence and human trafficking. Um, I believe courting is not dead in 2018, and reading is my favorite pastime. All right, all right. So uh, I'm so glad that you're here, and you're a writer as well. And you've written, I am a writer. You've written some books. Uh, can you get, kind of give us a little bit of insight into your writing career? I am a poet, a published author. I have authored five poetry books. Um, working on my sixth um, currently. Um, my first book, I will start there. If anybody's interested, it's entitled Naked. Um 2008 is when it came out. You can find all of them on Amazon.com, and I write about everything. I mean, there's no no topic that's off limits. All right. Well, I am so glad that you are here, and I'm looking forward to hearing more about you as the show's coming go on and hearing your your contributions to it. All right. All right. All right. So uh, joining us, she is actually on the phone. Um, because she is in North Carolina. She's a podcaster in her own right. She was so awesome to come on the show, even though she's going through a, a lot based on her location and what's going on as far as the weather is concerned. Uh, thank you. Welcome for the first time to the show, Miss Coco. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself as well as your programs. Okay, well, I'm a radio announcer, and I'm also a writer as well, and I'm a, a Kiva teacher empowerment leader for women. I help women to um, basically grow 
into who they are. And I'm a board member on several different organizations um, concerning music, and I'm an A&R as well. So, and I'm a grandmother. <laughs> I have to throw that in there because that's one of my podcasts. Well, thank you for coming on the show, and I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on uh, these top this topic tonight. All right. All right. So joining us as well, uh, this young lady I was fortunate enough to meet on the the now defunct <laughs> pro, uh, part, platform called Blab. Uh, you know, she was one of the coolest people there, and I've wanted so much to get her on the show, and I'm so glad that she agreed and that we have her tonight. It's Life Coach Leah. How you doing? Hi, Kente. You were also one of my favorites on that platform. I miss that platform. That was a great connecting, collaborating pl- platform right there. I love it. But I love what you're doing here, um, still discussing the hot topics. That's what's up. And all you have to do is ever act me, and I was here. Uh-huh. So much love respect for you always. Thank you. You're your sweetheart of a person. Now, um, tell us a little bit about what you do for those who may not know. Okay, I'm a life coach, and I'm kind of like the epitome of a life coach. Most life coaches, they are niche into business or um, relationship and things like that. But I don't niche. I feel like life is a very complex um uh, entity, and I'm a very complex person with complex perspectives that um, I help you change your perspective. Free platforms out here, so what I do is I go learn them, and then I come teach you how to do it without a marketing budget for yourselves. Oh wow! Okay, so uh, if anybody uh, wanted to connect connect with you, what's the best way to do so? Oh, definitely. Give me a call on my number eight one eight three one nine three three one three. My email is Leah the Life Coach at gmail.com and my website is leadalifecoach.com all right and we're gonna bring it up one more time too at the end of the show as well thank you i appreciate that all right so uh also joining us uh this guy uh i've known for quite a long time he's a podcaster or he was a podcaster in his own right he's a singer uh comedian (laughs) his brother does it all it's the one and only ray ray how you doing man Hey, what's happening, Kevin? What's going on with you, man? I'm out here doing the, doing my thing, man. Uh, so yes, I see you doing the thing out here. You're doing it well, <laughs> representing uh, Black America on the media platform, which we, quite frankly, don't have enough of, and I think we need more of because let's face it, everyone is against us. It's just everything and everyone <laughs> is against us. All. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? As long as we are for each other, we have a chance. <laughs> yeah, so we need to learn to do that more often as a group of people. That's the message I'm promoting today. Unity amongst the people. That's right. That's right. So, uh, and uh, I'm glad to have you back on. And it's so funny when we came up with this topic out of the blue, uh, you had uh, this post that totally fit the topic and it was like, you know, you would have thought it was planned this way. It's funny how things in life just happen and we'll get into that a little bit uh, deeper when when we go to you, but I, you already know what I'm referring to. So, so. Oh yes, believe me, I'm still catching hell over that one from my own family no less. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's go with the what tonight's topic is. And it's courting in 2018. For those who may not know what courting is, let's turn to the uh, always 100% accurate. Uh, we call it the the Bible 
of information, the Urban Dictionary. And it says, <laughs> courting is the experience of developing a deep relationship with someone with a view to seeing if marriage is right for the couple without the complexity of sexual intimacy being a part of the relationship. Uh, it says a bunch of other stuff, but that's basically what it is. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to start off by saying this. One of the things that... Uh, you know, growing up in a household with older parents, um, my father used to always talk about the courting process back in the day. You know how, you know, you would a guy would come into the, the household and meet, you know, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa and the whole nine yards. And then how even when you would have to go on a date with a young lady, their younger siblings would have to tag along and all of that, that whole thing, you know. And uh, that was like a process that was uh, definitely in, the, in our, the black community and other communities as well. It was this big part of the, of the process of trying to figure out the person that you were going to be with. And then somewhere down the line that went away um, and you don't really see it as much. <clears throat> and uh, so what I wanted to do is talk about courting in 2018, how it's evolved over the years for better or for worse. And I want to first start off with our uh, our, our co-host tonight. Uh, give us a little uh, thoughts of what you feel about the courting process. Um, well, I'm sure it's probably different for and probably different and the same in certain breaths for men and women. Um, however, for an African-American woman in 2018, at least this African-American woman in 2018, um, I don't see a whole lot of courting, not the way you described it, not based on old school practice or process. Um, and that's part to blame on how we have evolved or not evolved, so to speak, into how we do relationships um, or situationships. Um, courting's kind of taken a backseat to that. And the few that are doing it, I give it to them. They're doing it well, but it's not what the standard practice is. I would say in 2018. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to, uh, to Coco on the phone and uh, I want to, I want to get your thoughts on courting these days and, and also historically uh, courting the courting process from your point of view. Mm-hmm. Well, the courting, the courting ship and stuff like that in 2018 it's really hard to find it's, it's very rare now because we have so many people that are doing online dating so they don't feel like they need to come to your house they don't feel like they need to meet the family or anything so it's very rare in in these days to actually find deep courtship mm-hmm. um okay so uh leah uh, what about you what do you think about? I find the same thing. Um, I was I'm a year out of a relationship that was nine years, and a and, and um, a relationship before that was um, six years. So my courting stage goes back to '99. Oh. <laughs> so me being out here, <laughs> so me being out here now in 2018, it is very different from um, what I was used to. Even I know how you talked about going back even further and how it was, but. Um, even just from that time period, it has um, 
turned into evolved into something totally different than that definition that you read out the Bible or that your your family was talking about. So mm. I agree with the ladies that there are some people that are out there doing it, but they're doing it so well that they find their one and now they're in a relationship happily and um, not not looking your way. So um, to be single right now, it, it's it's a journey. It's a <laughs> process. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so Ray, uh, one of the reasons it's so funny. So me, me and Shannon were talking about this topic and it was like, it was like you had like some kind of mind meld or something. And then you wrote this post that kind of deals with this in a way. And if you don't mind, would you kind of give everybody the gist of your post? <laughs> Lord help me. Okay. So. Basically, what I was saying was, uh, you know, thanks to the Harvey Weinsteins, the Louis C.K.'s, the Bill Cosby's, you know, um, they they pretty much just, uh, for lack of a better term, effed up the church's money. Uh, For all the rest of us, they pretty much uh, made it to a point where it's like, um, guys like me who, you know, I'm used to, I, I was raised by a single mom. So, if anything, I know how to it truly, truly appreciate and respect a woman because I watched that woman raise me by herself after my dad passed, and it's just like she was my hero. So I got nothing but mad respect for women. But the problem is, um, I used to be able to go up to a woman and say, "Hey, uh, I know I don't know you, but you, I just want you to know you look very nice today," and it's like. You, you can't say that anymore without somebody being triggered, like, how dare you approach me? So I basically wrote a post about how, you know what, the good guys are done. We, we can't compete with this right now, thanks to our own team. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to back off, and we're going to let you figure out what you want from us. Like, if you see somebody smiling at you from a distance, let us know, because we just don't feel safe, thanks to the idiots on our team. And, and by no means am I saying we blame any of you for this, because, A, none of you ever asked for this. B, none of you ever deserved it. And C, we're going to go ahead on the handle shit on our end because the guys that are doing this are making the rest of us look bad. So uh, we, we all have a lot of work to do on our end uh, as far as the fellas go. Uh, we're, just, we're just kind of backing off. That was basically what my whole post was about was just like, we're just going to back off and let you make the move if you want to. You know, because I mean, I've actually had that happen recently where a lady, a lady asked me out and I was beyond flattered and I said yes. So, <laughs> let's just leave it at that. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so funny though that you said that. Like, uh, I know one of the things that uh, that me and Shannon had talked about was the uh, the approach, right? And now your your take is that you it's after the approach where it where everything falls apart. So yeah, to talk about up and the follow through. Talk about that. Um. Well, I find that most times men don't have a problem saying, "Hey, what's your name? Are you single? Can I get your number?" It's what happens after that. Um, do we continue to engage this almost dance of sort? Do we get to know each other better? And if we decide we're going to get to know each other better, then what? What's next? It's um, it's some kind of game that I'm just not really interested in playing because those that say they want to play the game don't really want to play the game. 
like they don't really want to get to know you better it's like now that i've introduced myself and piqued your interest i'm gonna just leave you hanging or be subpar or mediocre and i don't know about nobody else but this one don't do mediocre so if you gonna come if you gonna bat i'm gonna need you to come with it i need a home run I need you to do your little victory dance at the end because we need to win it. Like, I'm not about that. I'm too old to be playing games. Like, I tell people all the time. I ain't even mad. My biological clock ain't ticking. I took the batteries out and hung that clock up. So that's not my struggle. But I'm going to agree to be in this together. You're not gonna do this, then don't approach me. Don't waste my breath. Don't waste my time. Because I'm sure I'm not gonna waste yours. That's just disrespectful. Mm. Do that with somebody. Matter of fact, do that with yourself. Talk to yourself because <laughs> you're curious about me. <laughs> I just want people to know uh, if you are watching on YouTube, uh, please make sure that your voices are heard. Uh, talk in the chat room, and we will acknowledge you. If you have any questions or anything. Uh, you know, I w- I'm monitoring it, so I will relay it to the panel. <clears throat> all right, so, <laughs> all right, then. Um, so uh, <laughs> that that's I'm funny. Sorry, you, you said Look, you took we your. That's not funny. You, you said you took the batteries out. I don't know. Okay, so the follow through, right? Uh, it sucks. It sucks in 2018. Okay, so what do you think that's about then? Because. Uh, you know, I can't say that's a part of me. So, but I know that there's guys that do that. So, what do you think that's all about? Uh, uh, the lack of follow through. It might be a whole bunch of things, Kente and panelists. I think um, when it all boils down to it, the way we have advanced in technology and relationships, and I say advanced very loosely and with sarcasm, because we have replaced genuine, authentic relationships with lols and emojis and just like that's conversation and like that's authentication and it's not um and we say oh i met a new friend and i have somebody that i'm interested in well all y'all been doing is sending emojis for the last 10 years how is that a relationship (laughs) what are y'all actually talking about nothing pretty much um so i think there's a, a a whole bunch of things that play into why the follow-through and the follow-up stuff right now. Um, I think part of it is boundaries and standards and expectations. Now, let me pause in that word itself. I don't think anyone should have too many high expectations for people in the very beginning because you should be neutral on all things and just getting to know someone better um, because that's how you determine if they're worth moving past getting to know to getting to go somewhere with. Um but you should have expectations for yourself. How long am I gonna get to know somebody before I move on? Or what does that look like if we say, hey, this is the journey we're gonna take together. And then how long are we gonna do this thing? Are we going to evolve? Cause courting is supposed to be essentially leading to marriage. It's a whole bunch of people running around here lying saying they courting people and they are not doing that. Hmm. They uh, taking them somewhere, but it ain't to the church house to get married, it's to the bedroom <laughs> so they can get their boots knocked. And, I'm not knocking nobody who that's they think. If that's what you want, make that plain and give me the opportunity to decide if that's what I want. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to kindly tell you no. Been there, done that. Want to have, gave it back. 
that's not where I'm at right now in my life. So I'm moving in a different season and this pendulum is swinging in different rotations. So no, I need you to be, I need you to be an authentic person willing to engage my authentic self and doing something authentic in terms of relationship for whatever reason. And it might just be climate. I live in the Florida Keys. There ain't too many people that I find attractive here that I'm willing to engage. I'm not close-minded either. So if you have the audacity to talk to me, I will engage you enough to see if it could go somewhere. Dang, she said audacity. The audacity of hope. (laughs) The audacity of hope. Coco, let me ask you this question. Technology is often brought up, and we're going to do a whole show on this, but uh, for the sake of this conversation, do you feel like um, overall bringing technology in the whole courting process or the dating process is been a net positive for relationships or a negative? Well, um, I actually feel that it can actually work. I'm not against it. I think it can work. I think when it comes down to courting in 2018, you have to really look at yourself before you can start looking at whoever else you're trying to talk to. And we have to realize that in 2018, we got a lot more things going on in this world. We have um, our men that are out here now. A lot of these men are mentally ill and don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Really, it's from small depression or full-out depress- depressive mania, you know. And you don't know this until they get with you. And what happens is whenever you get these guys who approach you, it's easy for them to approach because in that moment they're feeling good about themselves and their self-esteem is up there. But once they come to follow up, it's hard for them to follow up once that self-esteem drops back down. And I think with technology, it makes it easier for that man with low self-esteem and low worth to get on there and basically fool a person into believing that they are well and that they're capable of having a relationship and that they're capable of committing, but fully they're not. And so technology can work as a pro and it can be a con. Mm, That's very well said. So essentially, uh, Essentially, um, uh, Shannon is when they had that audacity to <laughs> to approach you. It, I'm using your words, the audacity. Hey, that's uh, what with it. <laughs> Own it. That's uh. So what she's saying is, that, you know, they had their they had their high self esteem, and then maybe it was. Do you think that possibly it was something in the exchange that made them, you know, double take from your end, possibly? Yeah. Possibly. I mean, I I ain't going to speak for any man. I didn't do a poll before this. So by chance, if you're listening to this, give us a, throw us just a, a rod and let me know why you didn't follow through. Actually, um. I did. A, I did a poll. I, I contacted uh, the last 15 guys that you uh, shunned. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last 15 guys. I will bless <laughs> they're all they're all seeking help right now. They're they're mentally scarred. <laughs> from... And I mean, and and you know what Ray Ray said. You know, the nice guys are taking the fall or the blame for what those other men have done. And I give um, I give a plea and a a petition, so to speak, to all of the nice people, so to speak. You should never ever 
walk into a season or a relationship of getting to know somebody and make them suffer for what somebody else has done, whether it's directly to you or indirectly to us as a group. Um, You have to take somebody at face value for what they are bringing to the table. Um, You have your set of standards, you have your expectations. um, And sometimes it's as simple as, you know, when it comes to a nice guy or a nice girl, people don't necessarily like the package that they're placed in. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. I mean, sometimes you got to check yourself. You know, you're single because you do <laughs> X, Y, and Z, you know, or you, your expectations is out of whack. Like, there's nothing wrong with having standards, nothing wrong with having expectations for what you're seeking for a life mate. But don't set them so outrageously ignorant that only Jesus and the 11 disciples can fit it. <laughs> That's ludicrous. And I did say the 11 because don't nobody want Judas. So. <laughs> well, some of them, they should be setting their sights for Judas. That's where. <laughs> I, I mean, some of them end up with Judas or right. are Judas themselves, if we're going to be honest. Right. So, okay. So, Leah, uh, let's talk about, okay, someone had the audacity to approach you and uh, ask you out. So what would you like to see as the next step into getting to know Leah uh, better? Come so, on, Leah, so this, this show is going to be worth a lot because <laughs> people, guys are going to be watching this show with pen and paper. So, uh, <laughs> so break it down. What would you like to see? Okay. He met you. He got your intention. What is it that you like to see going forward? How do you like to see it evolve? I like a lot of communication. I like a lot of honesty and forwardness. I find that there's a lot of um, holding back with guys. And I think in my case, I find that I want to say that they're scared or cowardly, but I think most of the time they are in multiple relationships or in light relationships. And then they're just kind of feeling out what's going on over here. First and foremost, I would just ask is if you do approach me, anyone when she said the audacity to approach me i i I understood what she meant but how i say it is uh, um, if anyone comes to me i'm going to give you my my energy and my attention because if you think i'm worthy of coming at me so much just to communicate with me and create a relationship with me i i want to honor you in that way too and we can calibrate that relationship to where where it goes whether it stays at a romantic level or goes into business or associates or friends and i'm big on calibrating all relationships so I would ask that first, if you come to me and um, re- request my attention, that you actually really want it and you have space for that attention. I find that most of the time they, they don't have the, the space. Oh, we, we lost Leah. Sorry about that. I got a call. Oh, OK. All right. Yeah. OK. So I find that um, at first, I would like for you to have room for that attention that you're requesting from me and be ready to really engage and calibrate um, to to whatever it is and be open to where it can go. Because if you have this um, and this expectation that you are you are coming to me only to do a romantic relationship, you are blocking out and ruling ruling out any other relationship that we could calibrate to. And if we're in each other's vicinity, we have something to offer each other. We are all gifts to each other, so we should give of each other often. So it 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 behooves us to explore that relationship, whether it goes romantically or to something else. Hmm. Uh, I want to. Rec- 
I want to real quick uh, give a quick shout out to Danny, who's in the chat room, who will be on the show a little, uh, a couple of episodes uh, from now. And also we have uh, Pat Murray, who, who Patricia Murray, who was on this last episode, I believe. Uh, so stereotype episode. So uh, I see there's more people in the chat. Uh, they haven't made themselves uh, known. So please, uh, you know, let us know that you're here so we can give you a shout out. Um, that's real interesting uh, what you were saying there, Leah. Um, I want to go back to Ray uh, being uh, one of the representatives of the men tonight. Uh, now, you've heard what these ladies have said. And uh, what is your what is your take on what they're saying? My, my take on this panel this evening is, is simply this. I don't know how you pulled this off, but you managed to find not one, but three unicorns. Because no other women that I have encountered, at least in Kansas City, feel like this. <laughs> I'm deadly serious. I really wish it would, it would be nice to be able to approach a woman and actually get that kind of consideration. Uh, no, that, that does not happen here. Uh, as a matter of fact, <laughs> a few of my friends and I sat around one night and we had a discussion about the women of Kansas City and how they all seem to have some various forms of, of Stockholm syndrome here. Um, they date these guys who don't give a damn about them, treat them like absolute dog shit. And uh, they'll, they'll casually, mind you, I, I, I'm doing air quotations right now. Uh, they'll break up, air quotes, and uh, then they'll come to guys like me to complain about the relationship they just, air quotations, left. <laughs> and then immediately after you've calmed their nerves and made them feel better about themselves and, you know, got a smile on their face, got them to laugh a little bit, the first thing they do is turn around and go and try and reconcile for the uh, 18th to 20th time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, none of that is happening here. Uh, no, so, yeah, the ladies on this panel, I salute you. I wish there were more women like you. I sincerely hope women watching this and listening to this tonight take heed to the words that you've said because these are the type of women guys like me are looking for these are these are the things that we want it's like okay look i'm 47 years old um technically i absolutely have no business being in the dating scene <laughs> absolutely none uh <laughs> and so uh it's it's it, it's different because of the technology now it's like i won't even i, I you know what i had the apps on my phone uh i've tried pretty much all of them and uh, for somebody over the age of 30, uh, it's absolute garbage. <laughs> it is 100% trash. I, I don't know why they even make these. It's like, I don't even know. Sadly, I'm waiting on octogenarian.com because that's probably <laughs> going to be the only way you're going to meet anybody now. <laughs> I'm serious. It's just, it's so ridiculous that technology is like, you, you guys have already made this point. It is all emojis and not even full words anymore. You know, it used to be able to call somebody up like, hey, what are you doing? Now it's like they'll send you a text, W-Y-D, as if to say, writing out, what are you doing, which is technically four words and a question mark, would be simpler, but, you know, more personal. Don't send me W-Y-D because I'm going to send you back something completely ridiculous. It's just, you know, I just, I'm just not into it anymore. It's just, I can't, I can't even anymore. So it's like you ladies have said, it's like, I've, I've taken to focusing on myself right now. Um, I've completely 100% just thrown myself fully into work. All I did was take a break 
to do this show. Once I'm off the air with you guys, I'm back in the streets again. Because yeah. that's just, that's what I do now. I just, I focus on me. I got things I got to get done. And if there is time in between to meet somebody and mix and mingle, I will. But right now, I just, I got a plan in motion. And that's another reason why I said what I said. It's like, look, ladies, um, I'm sorry that the assholes of the world have ruined it for you. And, ha and it's not just, this isn't new. This has been going on. And I've seen it growing up my whole life. And I, I have to tell you, as a man raised by a single mom, anytime I see a guy approach a female with some of the most callous and just raunchy lines like, hey, girl, what that mouth do and stuff like that. I'm sorry. I just, it cringe. I, I, it's a cringe factor for me. I could never see myself approaching a lady so disrespectfully and being able to look my mother in the eyes and say, hey, mom, look what I did. So, uh, again, I apologize for that, and that is the reason why I made the post uh, that I made on my page. Because it's just, I, can't, I, I don't even know how it got to this point to where it's just now finally coming out. Because it's been going on forever. Yeah. And it just, it, it should never happen in the first place. I, I, my mom was a single mom, like I said. And so the whole equality thing for women, believe me, I'm a direct result of the suffering underneath that. If my mom could have made the same amount of money as a male teacher made back in the day, we'd have probably been more all right than we were, but my mom had made it happen. And that, therefore, that just gives me all the more respect for, for her as a woman. And, therefore, why I respect women so much today. So, I don't know what else to tell you other than I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know Thank how this happened. Those words, Thank you. Uh, Shout that out. beautiful, Ray Ray. Shout out to uh, Karima Ali, who's in the chat room. Uh, and uh, shout out to Mars Venus for keeping Ray Ray out of the streets tonight. So, yes. uh, so big round of applause for us. <laughs> That's his side hustle, street walker. <laughs> you, you know I'm a delivery guy for Uber Eats. Don't even play. <laughs> Make it sound like I'm out there still at six years old shaking my ass to loose change. <laughs> all right so so i'm I'm gonna go back to coco on the phone uh coco uh so you've heard uh the both uh ray ray and the ladies on the panel and um we've talked about you know how technology affects the uh the game as well as people's um uh you know their past hurts and whatnot um Mm -hmm. As a, a person who I'm a, assume you've you've been through it in the in the dating range and all of that stuff, what is some advice you would give to a young man who's trying to court a young lady uh, these days? What are what are some things that you you would uh, the wisdom that you would impart to them? Okay, um, I would tell the young men out here: don't be in a hurry. Take time to know yourself. Get you some good spiritual counseling. Because I do think that's very important when it comes down to our confidence. Because sometimes we can have confidence in ourselves. And, and when we fail, you know, that's just it. We fall down and we don't try to get back up. And we hurt everybody else that comes behind that. So I would say um, get yourself together first. And when you're trying to date a woman, a young woman or older woman, because, you know, we got cougars out here too. Um, <laughs> when you're trying to date, Make sure that you're dating with an, in, well, courting. Make sure that you're courting with intentions of doing wow. something good with that person. You know, you got to have your um, your mindset right. 
that's that's what I'm trying to get at. Just make sure that your mindset is right before you try to go into any relationships. And I will say this part too: it's hard for our men to approach women who are so independent, hmm. and that runs them away. And so they may be able to come to you at first, but then once you start talking, it may turn them around. So I'm not saying that women can't be themselves. I'm just saying women have to let men do what they what they need to do in order to get to their level too. So I would just tell them basically, you know, get yourself together before you go courting or dating. You know, I find it, uh, one interesting thing that you said, uh, Shannon, is about the game. And we've all talked about the game, right? Uh, there's many things that, you know, has been said over the years of what you're supposed to do. Like you meet a girl, you're not supposed to call her for a couple of days, you know, that that kind of thing. Or, you know, like you're, there's a lot of things that is said that, you know, you're supposed to do, not supposed to do. It's what you said, the a game to a certain degree, unfortunately. And, you know, games are played, right? People get played. So. I want to go to you, Shannon. Um, are there any, what are, what do you feel about the game? I mean, you've kind of talked about it, you know, alluded to it, but it is a game and it is something that, you know, that people are not always, uh, you know, people don't always tell the truth. People lie, make them blow themselves up. People say what they think you want to hear. People, you know, are on their best behavior, of course. You know, they don't fart at the dinner table until like the fifth date. Then it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, it's all it's all real. So uh, what do you think about the game? Um, I don't subscribe to the game because I'm always going to prevent my authentic self because I don't want you to be disappointed later down the road. Oh, I didn't know she did that. Oh, I didn't know she act like that. Listen, let's just keep it real. Women fart too. So, <laughs> hey, I keep light salt, not hot sauce in my bag. I keep light salt in my bag. It's just real out there in these streets. Um, in terms of just the game itself, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I, I don't have time for that. Like, be who you say you are. I don't want to meet your representative. I'm not, because I'm not bringing a representative. You are meeting Shannon Ford Jefferson. The brat, the, the the independent, interdependent, however you would like to look at that. Um, someone who gives with her whole heart, um, who has no problem being all in, um, who sometimes is stuck in her ways, but not to the point of not being able to receive feedback or constructive criticism. Because I think there's evolution and growth in who we are as people. And you can do that with somebody, as Leah said, in any type of relationship. You just have to be open to it. I think we have gotten away from vulnerability. People don't want to be vulnerable. People don't want to risk, you know, the greater sense of themselves to another person for fear of rejection, um, which is why the game is played in the first place. Whoever the hell you want to be on social media. So people come with these ideas and these mirages and these fantasies of who they are. And behind a computer, you don't really get to know unless you book flights or get in a car and plan trips to actually meet them and sit down and break bread and have conversations over time because you need to see them over time. You don't just decide, hey, this is who this is in a moment. You see it over time. 
we're not doing that. Um, technology, just conversation, we have dummied it down to a point where people aren't really coming to the conversation to really have conversations. Mm -hmm. um, it, the intentions are not always pure. The people are not always real. Um, and don't get me wrong, I have met some dope, outstanding, intelligent, intellectually stimulating men. Um, and I'm gonna just put that out there. The men that I'm referring to, something about your vulnerability or your inability to go deeper um, with whomever, because I always tell people, I still want the best for you, even if it's not me. I'm not asking to be everybody's yes. everything. I'm asking for you to be your best self because I'm going to be vulnerable with you regardless of what the relation looks looks like for you and I. Um, I'm going to be open and transparent with you. I want to share in your joy and your pleasure as well as your pain. Um, I think that art of relationship that we've lost, because it is an art, you know, we got to get back to that. And specifically speaking to black men and black women, because I'm supportive of black love. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just where I'm at. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we have lost some of that um, that light and that function to just sit at the table and have a conversation. I'm not your competition. I'm not your enemy. I don't need to, you know, gloat that I can do it without you. I'm happy that you're willing to stand alongside me and do this thing called life. But let's be real about what this thing is that we're doing in the first place. I'm not here to play games. Lead that to the kids. We grown folk. Let's be about grown folk business. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, all right. What about you, Leah? Um, what do you think about the game? I, I I have a sneaking suspicion that you're not down with the game, are you? I'm down with the game at all. The game is so um, lame. Mixed up because everybody has different versions of games. You sit down to play Uno, they got their own version of the game. The rules. You sit down to play spades, you know, money bags. You know, you never know what rules people are playing by when they're playing yeah. games. But when you can just step into the reality of the situation and the relationship, that will plant a seed of growth between you and that person. And I don't think people are honoring the relationships between everybody that's in, in their vicinity. If you're going to have a relationship with anybody, it should be at the most productive and efficient level that it could be at. And um, game playing is not going to get you there. I believe in very organic and authentic um, reactions. If you want to call, call. Um, like Ray Ray, I'm very forward. I will go up and ask a, a, a gentleman out and let him know that I'm interested real quick. I think I remember being 17 years old, I had these business cards that said, um, America's sweetheart, um, if you have this card and you're interested in the person that gave it to you, go ahead and give me a call. And I was 17 years old, so I've oh, been wow. bold since day one. I go <laughs> for what I want. And, and that was last year. <laughs> I'm very bold. I, people always know what I want always know what I expect people always know what I think and I think that calibration is important because it's hard mm -hmm. to read each other even with communication it's hard because words mean different things I could say one thing and they'll take it one way and another way so it takes that that calibrating of two people to come together and really get to the real definition of what they are saying um, the clarity of what they really want from the person because like she um, Shannon I said earlier sometimes you can find something in someone but you don't like the package that is delivered in um, and that's okay because you deserve what you want and, and the whole totality of it. Um, but communicate that. I had a partner that used to say, like, 
um, pe two people together, um, they forget to tell each other when things change. And I think that that's mm -hmm. like so huge to be honest yeah. and communicate right there in the moment when things are happening, because that's when you can get that honest, raw conversation and calibration of where it's just supposed to be. I mean, because if you've got something that's not sitting right with you, you need to say that so that you can get that corrected or at least make the choice of whether or not you're going to continue on as it's going and accept it for what it is or make a decision in another move somewhere else. So I don't play any games. I'm very straightforward. I'm very upfront. And about vulnerability, people are so scared to be heard and rejected. I was rejected and hurt at three years old and it's been continuing every day and I'm still here. I still have my confidence. I'm still that one that you should get to know. And we have to realize how strong we really are and stop trying to protect ourselves like we're little delicate flowers. We go through heartbreak all the time. It grows us. If you get knowledge and wisdom and muscle memory and let that elevate you, let it prepare you for what you're going through. People forget that the, the process is the part of the journey and trust it. So if someone's coming to you and they're disqualifying themselves because that's what I call them doing they're disqualifying themselves from a position yeah. that they cannot um, play they they can't hold that position and you want them to disqualify themselves as soon as possible no matter how much time or energy you put into it the wrong person is in the wrong position and that needs to be accepted acknowledged and and a decision needs to be made in that because momentum in the wrong direction is, is is worse than just feeling like you're stagnant you know at least when you're stagnant you have time to think and get clarity and a lot of people aren't taking that time to get that clarity and go for what they really want or accepting that the clarity change and being honorable enough to just admit that change and communicate that change that okay i did step to you and i did come to you like i was ready for something else but i also got shay shay on the side who gets my attention every now and then i i, I felt like I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be honest and real with you guys and vulnerable with you guys. I felt like I was talking to somebody for a long time at one period of time and something happened. I felt like I just wanted to go for it. So I just let them know, like, I'm ready for this to move in another direction. They told me that they had a girlfriend. Mm. And then I was like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. That's why it was that surface level and you weren't taking it to the other level. I thought that they were just kind of taking their time trying to figure it out. but. Most of the time, they just have a girlfriend, and I think that should just be communicated. So after I put myself out there, they were with it, 100% with it, even with, with their girlfriend. Then they announced that they had the girlfriend and asked me, was I with it? First and foremost, I would never want to make another woman feel less than or, or, yeah. or cut her down by doing something like that in her, in her unity with that man. And if I thought that man was good enough for me to be talking to, I would never want to take him down and, and, and put him at a level to which he is not accustomed to or that I don't. I hadn't seen him in in the first place. So to indulge in that would do both of those things. So I was not with it. And actually my response was to him was um, in actuality, I'm not down with that. But if you want to tell her and get another girl and us date all on an even playing field, I'm actually down with that because at least everybody knows what's going on. And aren't yeah. that what, isn't that what we're doing already? Um, mingling trying to figure out who we want to spend more time with who we want to give more energy to and just i just say be honest about it no game playing you know you're getting on my nerves i'm telling you getting on my nerves because most likely if i tell you you're getting on my nerves with that you probably won't do it no more mm -hmm. oh yeah agreed yeah you get what you want when you are verbal and communicative and i i think that that's a lost situation you know we're strong enough to deal with the rejection and we need to speak our realities and our truths at all times. All right. We have a question from the, that thing. Leah? Yeah. Ah, thank you, 
We have, a, we have a question from the chat room. This comes from Kareem Ali. She wants to know how important are titles to you you guys personally? So I imagine they mean like... Uh, like you, boyfriend, girlfriend, that's yeah. my man, that's my boo, that's my bae or something? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let everybody answer. I'm going to have to come back to that one. All right. Uh, we'll start off with you, Coco. Um, uh, how important are titles like boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, that kind of thing? Well, titles don't mean nothing if you're not living up to it. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't go by a person's title I, I, or try to be titleized. I wouldn't do that. What I would do is, is live it out and see the actions. If the actions aren't living up to what you think is a boyfriend or a girlfriend, then it's probably not. Probably not yeah. there. It's probably getting played. Oh. I mean, that's just like having a church title. Anybody can be a preacher, but are they really living the life, you know? So you want to make sure whoever you're with that you're living the life, don't focus on having a title. Because you're gonna miss you're gonna miss some stuff in between there. While you're trying to get the title to post on Facebook, they're doing some other stuff that you're not paying attention to. So you can't get caught up on the title thing. Make sure that they're treating you the way that you know that you deserve to be treated. You know, y'all can pop the collection plate after that one right there. Thank you, know, you Coco. You know what's funny? And see, this is why it's good to have a a really good co-host because. That's not how I interpreted her question title, and uh, you interpreted, I'm pretty sure, correctly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought they meant like <laughs> titles, like somebody's job title, you know, like they're a doctor, a lawyer. Get so, down. How are we talking about courting, and that's what you thought? Really? How did like, you go well, there? Thought maybe like there? you only date a doctor. <laughs> that, that's what I mean, like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, so. But see, okay, I'm giving you props. I'm giving you props, Shannon. <laughs> about that too there's not a problem we can we can make this an open-ended question instead of just a either or like we can do that too yeah well like i said uh that's why it's good to have a really good co-host i wasn't gonna say <laughs> nothing because you you definitely uh <laughs> you you jumped in there before i i said uh said it incorrectly so. Before you mess that thing up, right, right, right. <laughs> so, but I said no. I'm going to give her props because you know I spaced out. Not bad. <laughs> so that's horrible. I spaced out a little bit. So okay, let me ask. Let me ask you, Ray. How important is it that you know this is my girlfriend, this is my boo, this is my whatever? Well. I would put it to you like this. If she's worth being with, she, she's, she's worth talking about. Mm -hmm. So if this is my girl, I promise you I'm going to let you know this girl is mine. <laughs> that's simple. And I don't have to come out and say, hey, what, what, excuse me, sir, I, that, that's my girl you're looking at. No, I'm not that type of brother. But I will sit there and be like, <laughs> I, if, if I see, like, say if I'm out with, with, uh, with my female for person, per se at a bar and you know you walked in with the baddest female because i mean you picked her right mm -hmm. <laughs> she chose you you came in with the baddest female and everybody else is in their place they looking at it right i make sure i make it known that she's mine non-verbally mm -hmm. i will grab a napkin i will make a paper rose out of it and just <laughs> hand it to her because she knows that rose is never going to die and it was made specifically for her Ain't nobody else in there doing that for their girl but you. That's how I am. That's how I get down. 
So, yeah, it's kind of important if, if you're in a serious relationship because you want it known to yourself and her and the rest of the world that this is the person I chose to be with. Yes, this is, this, this is all me. So it's kind of important, but it's not to the point where it's like, I don't know, you have to obsess over it. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? You, you understand what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a uh, another question from the peanut gallery. Let's see. All right. Let's, Back to <laughs> this, oh, this comes from Danny. Uh, hello, Danny. Um, the question is, let me pull it up on the screen so you guys can see. Yeah, I'm uh, looking at it too. Uh, what are your theories on why traditional courting has gone by the wayside? Sex seems to be, I'm sorry, sex seems to just be expected nowadays. Hmm. Right? Yes. Oh, that's yeah. easy because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Sex is everywhere. Sex has always sold. And the more people buy into that, the more you're going to see it. It's everywhere. You, you literally have it everywhere. You've got sexualized uh, pageantry, sexualized dance uh, teams. You've got the news. You can't find a newscaster female that ain't usually some kind of hot. I mean, they won't put, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's just the weather girl, they're putting it in your face daily. And it's like, it's to the point where it's, it's, it used to be just casual sex. Now it's just like, it, it, it's not even so much casual as it is just almost, it's almost muscle memory now without even really being a memory. It's just like, hey, how you doing? You know? It's just, too, it's, it's too everywhere for it not to be a problem. The problem what we've gotten away from is romance is dead. I'm not even going to lie, guys. Romance is dead. There are very few of us out here who even understand what the word means. <laughs> so romance is dead is, uh, well, what can, what do you do specifically to uh, bring it back? I would love to have dinner with someone and just talk. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or it doesn't even have to be dinner. Like a first date doesn't even have to be traditional anymore. It could be something very simple like, hey, why don't you meet me at the park? Let's walk around talk, look at nature, you know, get to know one, one another and leave our phones in the car. Can we do that? Oh yeah. I hate that. I, yeah. That's like the worst thing to be with somebody, even if it's not even a, a, a romantic situation, the, you're in someone's exactly. actual presence and they're, they spend the whole time on the phone. You know, it's like, you're not a doctor, put the phone down, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Are you checking your stocks right now? Yeah. It's like, you ain't on call. Put that phone down. <laughs> so well, uh, wait, but Shannon is on call, so she can get away with it. <laughs> so what? Uh, so people out there, she she has to have her phone <laughs> all the time, but it is so silent because I want to honor this moment. I mean, I am glancing at it ever so often, just in case I need to answer it. But I always make that upfront and plain to the beginning. I'm not looking to see what my mom and them doing or what my best friend is doing. Like I literally have to be available to the people that I entrust to run and house people in my shelter, but answering the question, cause that's what we need to talk about. Um, sex is absolutely expected nowadays, but I think the reason why traditional courting has fallen to the wayside based on my experience and the experience of those that I know is because we've somehow gotten laxed in our boundaries for ourselves 
Um, we've made things okay that once weren't okay for us. Um, we haven't um, been able to effectively communicate what it is that we're seeking or being transparent enough to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm after. Um, instead, just being okay with going along just to go along or to get along, um, just to say you have somebody. Look, I can warm my own bed. <laughs> <laughs> You know what rabbit hole I'm about to go down for. <laughs> I can warm my own bed and I can do some things to myself that I don't need you for. I'm not here for that. I'm mm. here to have a, a relationship, know <laughs> something with a person. Now, if we get there when we need to get there, great. Um, but that's not what I'm initially after. I want to know you better. I want to become... Uh, uh, understudy to your heart. I want to be able to meditate and linger longer in your soul so we can journey somewhere past what's on the surface. People are not about that life right now. People don't want to do that. That well, takes too much work. See, not everybody <laughs> has not everybody's bed has the warming uh, mechanism, so they need that oh, other I, <laughs> person to do I that. I mean, I'm just saying. I can, I can warm when, it not, I, We're not one percenters with the, the warming uh, mechanism <laughs> in the bed, so... But uh, no, I hear what you're saying, though. Um, I don't know. You know, it's funny. We always a lot of times we make fun of back in the day. Right. And even the term back in the day is is a put down. Right. But yeah. there were certain things that, you know, if you look at it, they were correct on, you know, that's cool. Mm-hmm. is like vinyl records. It ain't too many people running around with them trying yeah. to do that. Take the time to listen to the good music. But, you know, know, one thing, one thing that a part of the courting process that I think really affected the way that men treated women is I think a lot of men need to understand that the woman they're involved with, there's people that have their back. And a lot of times when you get involved with a woman, you're just involved with her. So you don't really you like you didn't meet their her brother's her mother, her father, the uncles, like back in the day, you were forced to do that, uh, that, that walk in there and meet daddy and the uncles might be there and the, the brothers. So you knew she had backup. You knew if you pulled, you was, yeah. a, mm-hmm. you know, you knew if you right. pulled something, you, you had a whole bunch of people to answer to. And I think a lot of women, um, they may have that backup, but because it's not the same way, you never really, uh, you know, we need to see that stuff visually sometime to put us in check a little bit. You know what I mean? And, you yeah. know, if you ain't, you know, I know you got six brothers, but I ain't never seen them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's something about seeing them six brothers. Right. They're going to be the honorary small bears if you act up. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and, and some guys need that, you know, um, for their own, you know, for their, for their own act right. So right. I think that's one of the things that is definitely missing is women just having a community that is there to support them and for guys to realize, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you may not want to try that funny stuff, <laughs> you know, so but shouldn't men have a community too, Kente? I think we live in a culture and not saying that it shouldn't be about the woman, but it should also be about the man and the same token that somebody's looking out for that woman. Somebody should be looking out for that man. There should be someone um, coming alongside him and saying, young man, this is how we're going to do this thing. You know, what do you need to succeed in this 
this life of, you know, courting this young lady? Um, how can I hold you accountable or, you know, just honor the system that you're trying to develop with this person? Um, because they need to grow based on who they are around as well. It's not just the, the circle that the woman keeps. I mean, I need to see his circle. I need to know who he's hanging around. I need to know where he's getting his wisdom, what's deposited into his life. Because, yeah, you're looking for me, you're, observe, you're observing me, you're checking for me, you see the fruit in me, but aren't I supposed to be doing the same thing in terms of what I see in you and observing you? And, you know, because you can hang with scum buckets. And I'm like, why do I want... Yeah, okay, you know, I don't need you to be talking about the scum buckets I, I hang out with. <laughs> They're good scum buckets, okay? I mean, I, I, I bet they not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, wait, we, here goes. Uh, Karima Ali says, I went on a date at an amusement park Labor Day weekend. It was the most fun I ever had on a date. Oh, that. That is awesome. Yay, Karina! Yes. All right. Yes. I I think it's a, a bad idea to go on a date on an amusement park. Absolutely. Step outside Unless, the norm. Do something you wouldn't normally do. For Absolutely. me, it would be terrible because I'd, I'd hate amusement parks. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, but they got funnel cake and turkey legs and stuff. We ain't got to go there for the ride. Out there for the <laughs> but no, if she had a good time, that's that's a good thing. So that's pretty cool. I don't know. You know, it's like, what is your expectations? I think a lot of times, too, uh, and, you know, we're going to wrap it up pretty soon. um, But expectations is a big thing because, you know, when a man and woman goes on a date, he has his expectations of what he's expecting. And, um, you know, a lot of times we, we can kind of imagine what those expectations are. And she may have different expectations that don't center around what his are. So you're already going into it on different pages. And then somehow they have to mesh together. And that doesn't always happen. So I don't know. I, I, I can say that the vast majority of women that I've dated that, um, you know, I ended up dating. I don't know that. When I when I first met them, my my thing was like, oh man, I just I can't wait to date her, or something like that. It just kind of happens, you know. It's just you just kind of fall into it, right? And I, I imagine that. I mean, in a lot of ways, that's the same for a woman. But I don't know. I think they're they tend to be more plotting. Would you agree? Uh, Aaliyah, Leah, you got a statement because I mm-hmm. but. Somebody better take the floor on this one. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't agree with you. My understanding is that you're saying women are plotting for the man that they want. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I, <laughs> that's funny. No, I'm saying that. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that I don't. I, don't, I think men and women's expectations generally are not the same. So somehow it ends up sometimes the good relationships they end up coming together you know and sometimes they don't but why are y'all not having a conversation that's where it starts what what do you what well do i mean you, eventually you, you do at? have that conversation but if your mind is not even there in that realm then you're how are you gonna have the conversation i mean but 
that could be ownership just saying i'm not currently looking for anything i'm looking for a quick lay that could be one person's interpretation of what they're looking for and the other person could be like i'm looking for a wife clearly y'all shouldn't be doing nothing with each other because y'all both looking for two separate things that's what i'm saying in terms of relationship but the honest the honest reflection of that conversation is some people hear what they want to hear he said he wasn't looking for no relationship, and she was like, well, I'm going to have his last name in about two years, so we just don't going to do this thing. She living in Fantasy Island, and he trying to keep it 100% real with her. And so, and that's interchangeable. That could be the woman saying she wanted this way, and a guy saying, oh, yeah, that's going to be my baby mama. It's, it's like, sometimes we hear what we want to hear because we've already seen a person with our eyes and our flesh, and we've already made them our extra, you know, this, that, or the other. Instead of taking them at face value and saying, this is what they're after. Watching that play out. Because like Miss um, Coco said, you can say and do a whole bunch of things, but if they're not congruent, if they're not growing together, what you're saying and what you're doing being the same thing, it's just a whole bunch of pretty words. This is what you want, but that's not actually what you're living out. So I need to observe these things. If this is what you say you want, I need to see it for myself. And if I decide at any point that that's not what I want, as Leah said, being able to have a conversation when it changes, it's okay to walk away. We're not married to each other. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't owe you anything. And when I am with you, it's just to enjoy the time. Now, if we grow past that together or apart, Let's make this thing beautiful in the interim. But I think it's that conversation is not being had. And then when the opportunity evolves or changes or circumstances say, hey, I see somebody else and I want to holler at that or I want to hit that or I want to date that or I want to marry that. And it ain't you. People don't want to have a conversation. So Leah, like she said, he was trying to slow it down. But the reality is he was being a hoe cake and ain't nobody trying tell me who you are in the beginning. Because then you will give me the opportunity to say yay or nay to that. Truth ain't going to hurt me if you, if you come out with it right then and there. Because you may be surprised. I may tell you I want a polyamorous relationship and I want to be the hoe. I want to have two men in my life. And that's what I'm living in right now. But if you don't ask me and you just assume that you're the only person I want, then you get your feelings hurt because your expectation is far different from mine. That's on you. Now, people listening in the back, that is not the theory that I have for myself. I am not looking to house two men in my heart. But what I'm saying <laughs> is have the conversation. Um, yes. People need to be honest about what they want. And then don't be afraid if that changes. We evolve. Mm. I mean, and I'm not a supporter of divorce, but I see why sometimes people walk away because they were too afraid to say this is where it changed and then giving someone an opportunity to move into that change with you instead they be grown complacent they found somebody else who can fix it you know we need to just be able to be real about what it is we're doing now don't be a sucker and decide you're not going to be in it to win it if you know that's material that you need to stay with I just think we need to grow up I in the art of conversing about what's important I love about what you. we I love how you cleared that up, though. You were like, I ain't, in, I ain't into that. Uh, you don't want to uh, you get all these letters. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Look, don't get me wrong. I was just talking to my cousin yesterday, and I said, little girl, listen. It's only 2.13 men for us anyway. So half the time we sharing, and we don't even know it. But we should know it because it's only 2.13 of them anyway. After you pick out the ones that's 
not they don't like us because they hidden for another team. They like somebody else that don't yeah. look like us, even though they mama do. Um, they're in jail. Um, they like people who are underage. Yada yada yada. When you get past the ones that's good and already married or good in a relationship and good in what's left, it's like two point one three of them. So Kente and Ray Ray, y'all what's left? So. I- Oh, thanks. It's awesome. Somebody got to share, right? Well, you know, isn't but isn't a woman selfish if she isn't a woman selfish if she keeps her man to herself? Shouldn't she, you know, put him out for um, the community? You better be glad we are. Across- <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait! Did you just suggest that a woman should pimp her man out if he's a good man? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's selfish. <laughs> Why do you want to be selfish? <laughs> qualities we would be rich why do you want to be selfish there's other you know there's there's 20 what is it like what is it uh 12 to 1 overall uh women to men it becomes a stand i mean it becomes a double standard because yeah you laughing about us pimping y'all out but in the same token what what good man in his right mind want to have his wife or his woman or whomever sold out to everybody else. No. And then he brings her back home. No, no, no. It's because the numbers. It's not because you, you want to, you know, it's the numbers. It's the numbers game. If you're, you're, live, you're, I'm not, I'm not, well, it don't even matter. Because we are in the state that we are now, I'm not shit. I don't share my lip gloss. I don't share my underwear. I don't share my straw. I don't share my men. Them is, them is, them is no go. A very, a very smart philosopher said sharing is caring. That's all I'm going to say. It is. Oh, my God. I'll share this you, but I'm not sharing my man with you. See, I selfish. already share him in other capacities. I share him with his job, if he has children, if he has love and care about him. I share him with the community, and that's a great There you go, share him with the community, <laughs> the female community. But what I'm not going to do <laughs> is share him with some other woman or man in their bed. No, nah, that wouldn't do. That that, that kind of breaks the... Uh, that. Well, I just have to put that out there because <laughs> we live in a world where there are still people who are not authentic about their... Um, Sexuality. Identities of what they, they choose to attract and what they're attracted to. Let me know that too. If you like women and men, we can go shopping together, but you will not get to date <laughs> me. I'm going to put that out there. I'm sorry. Not what I do. <laughs> hilarious all right, all right a- i want to i, I want to thank the panel so much you guys were amazing uh tonight uh i hopefully um you know people got something out of this conversation um i want to uh of course let me start off with uh the lady coco um coco yes thank you so <laughs> much for coming on the program and uh, um, can you once again tell us uh, how can we contact you in social media and tell us about your program and what we can expect to listen to your program? Okay. Well, I thank you so much for having me. Um, the program that I do is Cuba Advancement. You can always check out that podcast on Spreaker.com or either iHeartRadio on Facebook. You can find me underneath Kiva Advancement or either UGAU. G.A. Gospel Storm, um, U.D.A. Indie Station, I'm sorry. And um, just hit me up anytime, you know, if you have any questions, if there's something if there's something you're trying to do, 
Um, I'm usually always willing to do whatever I can to help people grow. Yes. And I, I want to once again, let, let me, we need to give a round of applause for Coco because uh, right now, not only is she as well as uh, her neighbors and her friends are going through a tough time down there in North Carolina. And and she was so sweet enough to be a part of this program. And uh, I want to personally thank you. And if you need anything from myself, if it's in my power, you got me. And I'm, I don't want to speak for everybody else on the panel, but uh, <laughs> we definitely, we're a community and uh, we always like to help. So yeah, thank you so much. Coco. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was just a blessing being on here. You know, I tell people all the time, it's just good to talk among people, whether you know them or not. Just get out there, have a good life, have a good time. You know, this is unfortunate what happened down here. But at the same time, it's a lot of growth in it. It's a lot of new beginnings for a lot of people. So, you know, I don't feel bad about it. I'm just thanking, thanking God. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. And you stay safe and stay dry. All right. All right. So let's uh, let's go to Miss Leah. Uh, Leah, how can people get you in social media? And once again, tell us about uh, about your business. And uh, I know you always have these events popping up. Uh, are there any events uh, that are coming up? Um, yeah, actually, I do. Coco, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and giving your input through your your stressful time. That's amazing. Um, um, what I do is I teach people how to market themselves on social media platforms that are free with our little to no marketing. And I do have some events of what I, something I call um, my bliss list. I must have thought I was funny enough to be a comedian. So I went out and became a comedian. And now I do this monthly comedy show that aids the homeless. Oh, wow. Um, have an event coming up Wednesday where we're going out to Skid Row to deliver some of the um, the meals that were generated from the comedy show. And the next comedy show is September 29th. I do put it online. So um, if you go to my profile, um, I'm Leah, the life coach. It's Laugh at my calibration. It's every month, the last Saturday of the month. I'm always taking donations and, and comedians and um, all of the proceeds go to the homeless community at Skid Row. And so if anybody wants to tune into that, that's awesome. What's the, uh, the physical what location? The location is in Van Nuys, California at Tiger Lab Studios. Do you live out uh, here? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know we lived in the same place. Uh, oh, okay. I got to well, well, stop on through then. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that means you got to come out to one of the events as my VIP, right? I will definitely Thank do that. Know. That That's awesome. Yes. I hope so. Cool. I hope so. If anybody would like to reach me on any of this, the social media marketing, the life coaching, or um, what's on your bliss list, the comedy show, Laugh at My Calibration, my phone number is 818-319-3313. My email is leahthelifecoach at gmail.com, and my website is leahthelifecoach.com. And I go by Leah the Life Coach on all platforms except for Twitter and Periscope. I'm Life Coach Leah. All right. Okay. I should have known by 818. <laughs> Yes. Great. All right. That's awesome. Okay. I got to come through. All right. Thank so, you, oh, thank you so much. All right. So, Ray, how can people get you on social media? Uh, do you have any new music coming out? Uh, what can we expect from you? Well, it's funny you should ask. Um, here in Kansas City, I've been a part of something that just started last year. I was actually out there for like the first show. It's called Tones and Vibes. It's a. Um, 
open mic poetry, singing, rapid, pretty much any kind of talent that there is locally. And we're celebrating our one year anniversary next month on the 16th. So I'll be uh, part of that show. So if you're anywhere in the Kansas City area, please feel free to stop by and check that out. I will actually have, this is the first time I've actually been a part of a show where I actually have tickets to sell for it. Oh, wow. So I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, I've got 12 minutes of stage time, so I'll be doing probably two songs. I'm going to do one original. I'm going to do one cover uh, by a brother called Leon Timbo. (laughs) Now, if you don't know who that is, uh, R. Kelly and uh, Tyrese shot like like a home video at a restaurant while they were filming Transformers, and he happened to be there playing guitar and singing his song, Don't Call. The song, guys, the song is about depression. And I felt that like in my spirit when I heard it. So I'll be singing that song as a cover. And I got my friend AJ Young, who just recently last month opened up for Wyclef Jean here in town. Oh, wow. So he's going to be playing guitar for me on that one. And uh, I'm pretty sure there'll be footage of it. You can reach me pretty much on any, any form of social media under the name Dr. Cybonics. That's pretty much my uh, online uh, alter ego, if you will. Uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, under Ray Ray A Sparrow. Uh, I am notorious for putting rants on my page on Facebook because, let's face it, I'm an Uber driver. I've got stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in for a chuckle, feel free to go to that. And, uh, yeah, everything else, you can reach me like Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all of those under Dr. Cybonics, D-R-C-Y-B-O-N-I-X. Well, you know, Ray, if you ever need background singers, me and Shannon, we're here for you. So, <laughs> yes. you know, we'll fly down and, you know, you know, we'll we'll help you out, my brother. I, I see that. Moves. I see. I see. We, she's like, I got we, we could do some some old school doo-wop stuff. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I know Shannon got the steps down, so we got yes. it. Yeah, I see that two-stepper. She's sitting there. She's doing seated two-stepping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so Shannon, uh how can people get you in social media and also tell us about your books and I know you have uh you have a book that's coming out soon too that people should be getting yeah, ready there. That is that is the whole uh vital narrative. If you happen to be listening to this, I know I, I owe you a manuscript. <laughs> like soon so uh, as far as how you can get a hold of me everything is my name shannon ford like the president hyphen jefferson like the president um instagram is shan ford jeff eight two um i guess i'll give out an email shan ford jeff eight two at gmail.com um facebook is my full name i'm not really on twitter I don't really do a whole lot of social media because I'm always at work. But if you do reach out to me, I will respond. Um, As I said at the earlier part of the show, I do write poetry. Poetry is my love language. Um, I currently have five books um, in publication. You can find all of them on Amazon.com under my name. Um, And I'm currently working on a book called Dismantling Daddy Dysfunctions. And all the men I loved after him. And that is a poetry book. I'm kind of a journey of dismantling daddy dysfunctions. Um, So, yeah, hit me up. Um, You can find me on Facebook more so than anywhere else. 
but I'll be sure to respond and I love to hear. And oh, before I forget, Leah girl, everything you said was just beautiful. Coco, thank you for sharing your wisdom and Ray Ray. Kendra was right. We will sing with you. Um, just just right. give me an advance notice so I can <laughs> pack up my suitcase and show up. Well, I will let y'all know as soon as I get ready to do this EP. How about that? Because I'm that's that's going to happen before the end of the year. All right, all right. I'm I'm excited. Now, it, for those who are in the chat room, the uh, the first one who puts the answer uh, four plus one, um, go ahead and, and put it in the chat room. Four plus what does four plus one equal? <laughs> Look, can I do it? Look, if you're in the chat room, what's put the answer? The first one up. Is the winner? That was not hard. <laughs> All right, Danny. Danny is the winner. Uh, and I think we should do Shannon's name on uh, social media. <laughs> and Shannon Ford Jefferson. Yeah, all right, so so Shannon, <laughs> where did where did Danny win? Shannon and her books on Amazon. Um, Ford Jefferson. I look for all of them. What did she win? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess if I'm giving out gifts today. Mm-hmm. I guess I show her what she wants. Um, she can win this first book of mine. It's probably a little, it, yeah, it's got a blur. This is the first book I wrote naked. This is my baby. This is my first love, my first child. Um, it's kind of uh, about fifty poems about everything. Um, I have a lot to say, and actually, it's sixty poems. Um. So you are the winner of that book. I hope it has something in there for you that you feel inspired by, that starts a conversation with other people. Um, I write basically to start conversations. That's what we need to do more of. We need to have conversations. Yes, yes. I agree. So I will get her information and I will get the book from you and okay. we'll get it out to her. And I love how uh, your book is not naked. It's naked. so Danny you've won the right to get naked with uh, or naked naked with uh, Shannon so I know you're excited about that (laughs) that's what's wrong today with society and court in the year 2018 (laughs) the meeting that I refer to is more so a bearing of one's soul right Like like the like the naked archaeologist, right? (laughs) She's like, wait, wait, wait. So, Kiki, tell us how we can find you on social media and how we can link up with you in California. Sure, you can get me at Kente F on Twitter. You go to our website, which is IndieRadio.org. That's I N D Y Radio.org, and we will be back next week Monday. Uh, We're going to release the the topic um, this week. And with the uh, with the all new episode, uh, looking forward to that. Uh, once again, thank you so much for everybody for being a part of the show, and thank you so much, uh, panel, and of course Shannon. It was great uh, this first episode, and I'm looking for forward to many more. Can we do a part two of this? Oh, um, sure, definitely. Oh yeah, we we need same panel, same. I actually have a lot yeah. I didn't get to say, so. I would be See? that's why I said a part two is next. Yes. Like, you wouldn't even expect it to come from me. I can we can do part two. <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to that. And we need to add some topics in there, like can we talk about in 
boarding. Can we talk about BDSM or no? <laughs> yes, we need to talk about all that. But I would suggest, can we get at least one other brother on the panel? Because we're a little, little outnumbered. Absolutely. Finn, yeah, Finn, uh, Finn couldn't make the show. So. <laughs> yeah, well, we're calling all individual <laughs> men who would like to sign up for the program. You need to get with Kente Ferguson on that, and then we'll check your resume and see how. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye. Hi, I'm a Southern California Honda person, and recently we've been doing random acts of helpfulness, like replacing a family's stolen camera, providing an urban farm in L.A. with a much-needed wood chipper, and donating supplies to volunteers who help kids in need. And we can help you, too, with a great deal on a reliable, award-winning Honda, like the Accord, the 2018 North American Car of the Year. Click the Dealer Locator link to find a dealer near you, and go to SoCalHondaDealers.com to suggest a random act of helpfulness for someone you know.